All right, welcome in to a brand new episode of Bronx Bombers Beat. I am Nate Shelton. All kinds of good stuff to get to in this week's episode. You know, last week the Yankees had a rough week, struggling to put up much offense at all. They lose a weekend series to the Blue Jays. Unfortunately, many chances to win that one, but could not come through. They Busted out in the first game, winning 11 nothing. All kinds of run production. Second game, tried to come back with, thanks to a Indahar Grand Slam, get them back within a one-game deficit, one-run deficit. Could not pull it off, though. And on Sunday afternoon, Batances blew a 2-1 lead to lose that game and the series. So going in after that, they... Went into that Red Sox series. Not much hope from many of the fans. The way the season and the month of September have been going. Not much to look forward to. And the way the Red Sox were playing. Just no reason at all to think they had any business being in this series with the Red Sox. But Tuesday came around and Aaron Judge found himself back in the lineup after a successful simulated game on Monday. Took some live at-bats, I think 11 to be exact. So that provided a little more offense, maybe not offense from Judge himself, but kind of stabilized the lineup back to where it was earlier on in the season, put everybody back in the positions in the lineup that they were accustomed to and the most production was coming from, especially Gleyber Torres. They move him back down to the eighth spot where he was so productive earlier on in the season. And with the addition of Andrew McCutcheon, he has now found himself at the top of the lineup for the Yankees with Gardner's struggle at the plate. And Brett Gardner himself says he doesn't deserve a spot in the lineup right now the way he is playing, which is just unfortunate the career he has had for the Yankees to see things wind up the way they are for him. Hopefully they can make a nice postseason run and he can be a key part of that coming up later on in the fall but like I said coming into this Red Sox series not a lot of hope for anyone that the Yankees might be competitive in this series let alone win a game or two but they have done just that they won a very interesting well-pitched game on Tuesday evening Evaldi versus Hap who has been solid all second half of the season since the Yankees have acquired him at the deadline. Pitched six runs, one run ball. Looked like that wasn't going to be enough as the Yankees were losing one to nothing. Evaldi pitched just as well after a couple of terrible starts from him for the Red Sox. But Neil Walker hit a three-run home run in the eighth inning to give the Yankees the lead and the win in surprising fashion, which then propelled them to win the second game of that series, 10-1. to Severino, looking like he may be returning back to form, pitched seven innings, gave up one run, struck out five. Just looked like he was in command the whole time through a total of 105, 110 pitches in that outing. Was really spectacular and solid all the way through. Several shutdown innings at the Yankee, after the Yankees had put on a couple runs. And then they just poured it on in the seventh inning, scoring four runs after scoring four runs in the sixth inning. Luke Voigt, a huge part of the offense in that game, 
two home runs to run his total up to nine for the season. Andahar hit his 25th home run to start the scoring for the Yankees. Just continues to be productive at the plate. Amazing season for him. He is my rookie of the year candidate right now if you if I had a vote in this thing. Glaber, Glaber has had a nice season as well, but that month off with the injury to his hip kind of hurt his chances for rookie of the year. Unfortunately, a lot of people think Otani will be the rookie of the year winner, which another subject doesn't make sense to me as he missed a good chunk of the season with the elbow injury and He's been very good, don't get me wrong, but I just don't think the playing amount of playing time is there for him to merit winning a Rookie of the Year award, especially with the way Andahar has been playing all season. So you got three guys that have or are around 25 home runs. You got Aaron, Aaron Judge with 26. Glaber Torres has 23. Aaron Hicks has 24, and Glaber, like I said, 25. So that's actually five guys that are at or around 25, four guys that are around 25 home runs. Just maybe not one guy that's thumping the ball spectacularly, but solid production from the lineup. As you know, this lineup depends on home runs. Still not out of the woods with the wild card. Oakland still breathing down their necks for that home field advantage. 93 wins for the Yankees. And just you way, the way you look at the way the season has gone, as you would think this team was a lot worse than they are. Unfortunately, the Red Sox are having a heck of a stretch this year. 103 wins. Just some remarkable stuff for the Red Sox, making the Yankees look, the season look, pale in comparison to theirs the difference between this year and last year as I was thinking about it last year the young team was kind of coming into their own as the season wound down in September got stronger and stronger as they went clinched that wild card berth and carried that momentum on through the playoffs to make that an improbable run one game away from the World Series this year they are limping into the postseason I mean they've still got a couple weeks turn around, get some momentum going for that playoff game and maybe catch some magic like they had last year. But with Judge returning, that definitely will help. He can get his back going again. Just having him in the lineup alone changes everything. Like I said, puts the lineup back to where it was earlier on in the year. Get everybody back in the spots that they're accustomed to, not having to feel like they are, there's more pressure to perform so guys can relax like Glaber and Andahar, just play to their strengths. Feeling still a bit of a weak spot for the Yankees. Andahar has made a couple mistakes as the season has wore on. Gary Sanchez continues to struggle behind the play, protecting the ball. He did ha- do a pretty solid job tonight. Called a great game, obviously, since Severino pitched so well. Did have a couple of pitches that were in the dirt. He was able to keep in front of him. So he just needs to really work on keeping that ball in front of him at the plate. I know he's missed a month of the season, so that could have something to do with it. Trying to get back into catcher catching form. But at this point, 
fans are irritated. I'm sure the Yankee brass are kind of frustrated with him. Not really progressing from where he was last year. He showed flashes at the beginning of the season, but has kind of fallen back into his old form. And I really think that not having Girardi and even Tony Pena, the bench coach, they're two amazing catchers in their day to help him and teach him and just give him advice or answer questions when he has them. Not being there has really affected him this year as much as Sanchez may not have liked Girardi from the stories we've heard. He could really use the coaching from him and it looked like it worked as the season wore down last year. Hopefully someone will catch his he will find somebody in the off season to work with and really get solid behind the plate because otherwise he may find himself somewhere else or in a different part of the lineup as a DH which as you look at that lineup there really isn't a spot for him at DH with Stanton there if Judge is healthy and everybody else so he's got to figure out that defensive part of the game for him to continue to be the everyday catcher for the Yankees now fortunately he has the arm on his side that controls the running game for the opposing team so I really think he will keep his job as the season ends Austin Romine as good of a catcher as he is has not shown he's that big of a difference behind the plate when Sanchez isn't in in fact he's kind of a deficit with his uh, control of the run game doesn't have near the arm that Sanchez does uh, nabbing runners at second or third as they take off so Sanchez has just got to keep that ball in front of him he's shown he can do it if he just focuses and puts his mind to it his bat may be starting to come around uh, he had several walks to, uh, against the Red Sox in that second game he's shown flashes of the bat so maybe this is a sign of things to come with him. So seeing some signs there from Sanchez. Hopefully it all gets put together here in the next couple weeks going into that wild card game. Like I said, we've the Yankees have got to uh, secure that home field advantage because well, one game playoff on the road is not the uh, situation you want to be in before wanting to get into the divisional round. Now remember, if they do win that game, they will face these Red Sox in the Division Series. So this is a nice little possible peak at a Division Series between these two teams. So kind of maybe give the Yankees a little bit of a mental edge if they do move past the A's in that game. So these are still critical games. Obviously, they're not going to catch the Red Sox for the Division, being nine and a half games out with about two and a half weeks in the season. So... Just right now, it's all about securing home field advantage, getting some momentum built up, get guys back in the swing of things in the lineup with the likes of Judge back in there. Guys get comfortable back in their roles that they had earlier on in the season. Get at a good mental state for that one-game playoff with the A's. Starting-wise, and maybe a little bit of a challenge now for... Um, Aaron Boone to pick who he's going to have start that series. If this is the Severino we're going to get the rest of the season, he may just get that wild card start back. I like I said, um, if you remember our last episode, I mentioned that Hap and Tanaka 
could be the likely starters for that series, that game. Uh, Tanaka has just been lights out lately. Ten strikeouts his last outing. Hap, like I said, has been consistent all month and a half that he's been with the Yankees. So if Severino returns to form like he did the first half of the season, he may just get that one. Although the uh, game he had last year against the Twins is always in the back of everybody's minds. He didn't get out of the first inning in that one. So interesting problem for Aaron Boone to have. As is going right now, CeCe may be the one to find himself out of the pitching rotation. Just kind of, you can see the age in his legs, his knee, of course, giving him problems as it has for the last couple years. Not able to put together quality starts. Hap has been lights out. Tanaka's lights out. Lynn has been somewhat consistent. Bounces between good and bad, so... If I'm the Yankees, you may consider a three-man rotation for the playoffs if it comes to that. Of course, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but looking ahead, you may just go with Severino, Hap, and Tanaka for the postseason. So, some good problems to have for uh, for Boone right now. Like I said, right now it's all about getting mentally tougher, getting accustomed to those roles that you had earlier on the season and get those bats going again. We saw 10 runs against the Red Sox, so good things can happen. Uh, I did fail to mention that Price was the starter for that game, so the Yankees continue their dominance over David Price. Just mentally, he does not have it for the Yankees. At He has never had it in his career against the Yankees. The Yankees have just dominated him, whoever he has pitched for. So, good thing to see that the Yankees still know how to take the ball away from Price. So, some good things coming up. We'll see how that third game goes with the Red Sox, if they can sweep the series. After this, they have a weekend series with the Baltimore Orioles. Definitely need to sweep that one. Just pile up some wins. They got one more series, like we talked about off and on all summer, with the Red Sox to wrap up the season. So, also, cannot overlook the Tampa Bay Rays. They have been playing lights out baseball since they started their opener in the rotation. It's a good thing that they started out slow because the Yankees could be would be in a dogfight right now with them for that wild card spot. So, comfortably ahead of them, that's not a worry. But they are the only team that has swept the Red Sox this year. So, cannot go into that final series with them overlooking them as you get into Boston. So, still some big series and games coming up for the Yankees. Just work on securing home field advantage, you know, getting comfortable, getting a groove, and build some momentum for that game, and hopefully make a nice run deep into the playoffs again like they did last year. So that's going to be it for me and Bronx Bombers B. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in every week on My Team, My Voice. I'll talk to you next week.